Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Pop Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Hildebrand, and this is the podcast where we discuss everything cannabis in New York State. Today, we're going to discuss the governor's 100-day agenda and what this means for cannabis in New York. Let's get started. I want to apologize for the late airing of this podcast. We had some technical difficulties earlier in the week, but we are now back on track. Hopefully, we can just run into all these possible bugs in the first month, so that way we can just get them over with and be good to go. We're also now on Stitcher Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you like our show and want to show us some support, please head over to your favorite podcast provider, like us, love us, follow us, and most importantly, please share us with your family and friends so they can hear the latest in New York cannabis news as well. First and foremost, I want to thank everyone who turned into our first podcast last week with Mary and Steve from Rochester's local Normal Chapter. If you missed it, go check it out now. It was a great interview with two amazingly intelligent and informed individuals from the cannabis community. I also want to thank everyone who shared the first episode on social media and everyone who has commented and left feedback for the show so far. I may not always respond online, but know I'm always reading everything and I'm writing down all of your questions. We're always looking for new interview ideas as well. So if there is someone out there that you want us to interview, please let me know by shooting an email over to aastudiosfl at gmail.com or just shoot us a Facebook message and we'll try to get them on the show. New York was the topic of some big canon news this week when Governor Cuomo announced he wanted to make legalizing adult-use recreational marijuana a priority in the first 100 days of the new year. That means we could see recreational legalization as early as April. This is incredibly exciting news. I want to say that from the start. Like many of you, I have been dreaming of this moment for most of my life. While never truly believing this moment would ever come, not because I didn't believe in cannabis, but because I didn't believe that New York's government would ever actually legalize. I remember as a teen watching California pass their first medical marijuana laws and being so inspired by their bravery that I wrote a letter to National Normal's headquarters. For those of you who may not know, Normal stands for the National Organization for Reforming the Marijuana Laws. In that letter, I asked them what I could possibly do to help pass these same kind of laws in New York State. They wrote me back and I kid you not, they told me, unfortunately, we believe New York is a lost cause. As other states passed similar laws in years to come, including recreational legalization, I was beginning to feel like I was dealt a raw hand, stuck in a prohibition state. So much so, I remember standing in front of a judge on a low-level marijuana possession charge and being laughed at by the judge and the DA as my lawyer told the court the cannabis in question was for medicinal purposes. Today, I'm a registered card-carrying member of New York State's medical marijuana program. As exciting as this all is, there are some out there, including Rochester's own normal chapter, who are warning that we all need to take a deep breath, slow down, and make sure we're actually doing this right. Let me explain. There are some New York lawmakers that say when it comes to legalizing marijuana recreationally in New York, we would like to just copy and paste what Nevada has done with the recreational program out there. 
This is what that would look like. It's legal to purchase and possess up to one ounce for anyone over the age of 21. There's no penalty for gifting up to one ounce of cannabis for no remuneration. There's no penalty for gifting up to one eighth ounce of cannabis extract for no remuneration. There's no penalty for possessing up to one eighth ounce of hash or cannabis extract. There's no penalty for the possession and use of paraphernalia. And there's no public use or display allowed. Also, employers are still allowed to test employees for THC consumption. So while most of that sounds great, there are still some big red flags here. For example, one question I saw in one of our Facebook posts for the last episode asked if home cultivation would be allowed in New York. Nevada does allow home cultivation if you live more than 25 miles from a dispensary. So if we were to put this policy into place in New York, Chances are, anyone living in a major city would be exempt from being able to cultivate their own cannabis. Another big issue in Nevada's recreational system is its apparent marriage to big business. When Nevada began accepting applications for several dozen dispensary licenses, most of those licenses were given to only five companies pushing out small businesses and severely limiting competition, creating a market with high prices and that is void in diversity. Because of this, the state of Nevada is currently involved in a very costly legal battle with several of these businesses who say that they were never given a fair chance. Do we really want New York to have a recreational market controlled by big businesses like we see in Nevada? Or do we want to keep cannabis's grassroots traditions alive as they've always been here in New York? Do you want to see large neon brick-and-mortar dispensaries every 25 feet? Or do we want to see our farmers' markets brought alive by local hemp and cannabis farmers competing to offer the best products at the lowest prices? I recommend you think on that and then write to our New York lawmakers and tell them what you want to see in a legal New York recreational marijuana market. New York's expedited plans for legalization also brings up many questions about our current medical marijuana program. Let's start with the pink elephant in the room. If recreational cannabis users in New York are going to be allowed to purchase and smoke cannabis flower in just a few months, can we please open up access to flower for medical patients? Current medical patients in New York are allowed non-smokable forms of cannabis only. This includes sublingual tinctures, sprays, oral tablets or pills, pre-filled vaporization cartridges, and a water-dissolvable powder. The issue with these products is that they are made with pure THC and CBD extract and remove all other cannabinoids from their products. The cannabis flower has hundreds of different cannabinoids that each work together to create the full medical potential of cannabis. Without these other compounds found in the flower, relief that a patient was experiencing while smoking cannabis is no longer available with these new legal medicinal products. Not to mention, this medicine is often more than double its street value, making this medication almost impossible to sustain on a monthly basis and forcing patients back into the black market. I truly believe that if we want to give patients control as Cuomo has previously stated, we need to give them the right to access flour and choose a strain that has the right combination of cannabinoids and terpenes that works best for their ailment. In conclusion, while we all deserve to be incredibly excited about this amazing news, there is still a lot that we don't know about the upcoming recreational legalization. We still have many questions on how it will affect the New York cannabis community as well as the New York medical community. 
Will we be host to another marketplace controlled by big business? Or will we let local farmers, small businesses, and grassroots traditions control the marketplace? In time, all of these questions will be answered, and I will keep updating you as new information comes in. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Alchemist Pod. If you like our show and want to show your support, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash thealchemistpod, and also follow us on Twitter at alchemistpod. And most importantly, please share our podcast with your friends and family. New episodes available weekly on Stitcher Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.